This is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 55, Remember. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for a new year been a crazy past couple of years for everybody. I don't think you can find one person in this world who won't say that the past couple of years have not been a bit off the charts. And even as we speak, it still is a little bit crazy. But I hope that you did take some time to reflect and to have some eat time. If you've never heard me talk about this before, I'm not referring to food, although I'm guessing that most of us had a lot to eat over the holidays too, but I'm referring to eat as in equal air time. This is where you give some time to reflect on your life, kind of like 50-50. What are all the hard things from this past year? Was it being in isolation? Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe you got sick or had a job loss or money problems, family problems, personal struggles, relationship challenges. I'm sure that everybody has had some of that negative. It might have been a tougher year for some than for others, for sure. But regardless of the tough 50% of things, you can also change your channel, just like a radio station or a TV station. We can watch the hard stuff over and over and over. You can catch the replays. You can turn the volume up. You can remain glued to the updates. But we can also change the channel. We can watch something different for a while, too. So was there anything to celebrate this past year? Any successes, achievements? Were new relationships formed or connections made? Were there weddings and babies and graduations and new jobs and creating good habits? Maybe some career advancements, maybe recovering from something or hitting some goals. If you stay on this channel for at least an equal amount of airtime, then you're going to balance things out. And if you truly feel like you don't have much on the more positive channel, then I will encourage you to just get out and go out in nature. Go for a walk in the woods, catch a sunset or sunrise, take in the fresh air, because that is a beautiful channel to stay on for a while too. I know for many people, it's a tradition that they pick a word to focus on at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure if you like this idea. It can become a bit overused, but if you like Doing that kind of thing, I, which I personally have always liked doing it, I really enjoy the process of thinking about a word, weighing in my different options, what word best represents what I want to do this year, what I want to accomplish, how I want to be, any changes I want to make. So aside from coming up with a word, I actually enjoy the process of reflecting on the different words that become the top contenders of my word. Now, the past few years, I've had the same word. <laughs> For a couple of years in a row. So it's kind of boring of me, but I really had felt like they were important words to have at the time in my life. So for two years, I had the, the words be there. And then for two years, I had other words and those words were slow down. 
And both really are the same idea of just being really present for things, for taking time to enjoy the journey, not worry so much about the destination. And they were really timely for me, given the past couple of years have been really big transition years for my family, with all my kids getting older and leaving the nest and creating new relationships and new roles. So they were words that served me really well. Now this year, I was thinking about a word. I was wanting one that connected to me personally and professionally. So that's why I wanted to share my word with you here today, because the word kind of falls into three different meaning categories. So I'm going to walk through each one, and hopefully you'll be able to take something away, some meaning for yourself in understanding my word. So my word of the year is remember. The first way I want to use the word remember is basically the idea of remembering who I am. I think sometimes people may have the impression that if you dive into the area of self-development, like if you read a lot of books or watch videos or listen to podcasts, especially if you want like to do coaching, it must be because you think something's wrong with you, that maybe you're not happy or you want to fix something. And while it may be true that you want to change something and you may want to improve something in some way, it's not because you're broken or need fixing. You are always completely whole. Now, if you want to change or learn or create something new within you, do it because you want to, because it keeps things interesting. It makes things fun. You can improve your life and your life will likely get better, but you don't have to because there's something wrong with you. There is nothing inherently wrong. So for me, I want to remind myself, I want to remember my worth. I have infinite worth. I don't need fixing because I'm not broken. I love to think of myself leading this life on earth, trying to uncover who I actually already am. Like, what are the gifts I have? What talents can I uncover? Who was I meant to be? I want to remember who I am. I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my emotions. I am a woman with infinite worth who has thoughts and feelings. Because I think if I remember exactly who I am and the worth that I have, I may be more inclined to take better care of myself, to have my own back, to make decisions and choices based on this knowledge, to have more fun in my life, to be more playful. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. So I want to remember I am of worth and so are you. I want to remember what I value and how I spend my time. I want to offer to you that you spend time with yourself as well and reflect on your worth. Do you remember who you are? Do you remind yourself frequently that you count and that you don't have to do anything to prove your worth? You don't need others to validate you and stay tuned to next week because I have a great guest and we spend some time talking all about validation and self-validation, but you don't have to wait for anyone to thank you or anyone to praise you. You can thank yourself and you can praise yourself. You just need to remember that. And remember that your journey here is meant to be filled with joy. So enjoy the journey. Remember to have fun, to be more playful. You are meant to have adventures and fun as much as setbacks and failures. You're meant to experience it all. So that's the first way I really want to remember these things. So everything that I talked about there are things that I want to remind myself of. Now, the second way I look at the word remember is from the context of the past, remembering experiences of the past. So often, I think when we have tough things happen to us, tough things, hard things, 
while they're difficult in the moment, sometimes as time moves on, the lessons that we've learned during those times fade. And I actually want to take time to remember and reflect on those lessons. I especially want to remind myself that the dots are never random. Those dots, the experiences I've had in my life, as much as they often do not make any sense in the moment, I may question the why, they are never random. So there's that famous quote that Steve Jobs said. He said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life. I love that quote. The dots have connected in the past, but I want to remember what I've learned. I want to remember how I went through times where those dots seemed so super random and I thought that they would never connect. I want to remember that they do end up connecting. Now, sometimes it's easy to see. And to be honest, sometimes I'm still waiting for a lot of the dots to connect. But just having the faith and the trust that my dots now and my future dots are all part of my constellation of life, my unique constellation. When things don't go as planned, it's okay. I also want to remember the people in my life, those who have supported me, who have been there for me, who are important to me. I want to remember that so I can now live my life with gratitude, show gratitude for everyone in it. And I also want to remember the lessons that I've learned from other people. There's so much wisdom out there. Yeah, I have a lot of my own inner wisdom, but my life is so much more enriched when I can tap into the wisdom of other people. I love talking to other people. I love hearing their stories. I love getting advice. I love hearing how other people do things. Now, that does not mean I'll do it their way or follow their advice, but I love surrounding myself with goodness that people share, their lessons, their journeys, their experiences, their trials, their miracles. And I love remembering them and drawing from them. I'm so grateful for my family members, my friends, my clients who have shared so much of their lives with me, and I want to remember their stories and be witness to their stories and use them in a way that potentially can help myself and others. So remembering who I am and uncovering who I was always meant to be, and then remembering the past lessons I have learned myself and from other people. Now, the last way I want to use the word remember is in the true sense of memory. So I turn 50 this year. (laughs) And for some of you, you're going to be thinking, oh my gosh, that's so old. And for others, you're going to be thinking, oh my gosh, that's so young. It just goes to show you that our circumstances are just facts and it's all about how we think about them. But as I am getting older and I have worked in the area of um, the brain for quite a while, I do start to think more and more about taking care of not just my body, but my brain. And if you listen back to episode 38, we talked all about something called creating cognitive reserve. Now, cognitive reserve is your ability to maintain cognitive function in face of any kind of cognitive decline. So basically, it's your brain health. How do you beef up your brain health so that your brain can withstand changes? And it's all about neuroplasticity, which we talked about back in episode 14. So neuroplasticity is like all the pathways in your brain. And I liken it to driving. If I'm downtown and heading home, how many routes do I have? 
if I only have one route that I know if there's traffic or that route is blocked, then I have a problem. I get stuck. But if I know the city really well, I can take multiple routes. I can reroute myself in an instant. I can go different ways just for a variety. And the more routes I have, the more it won't matter if one route is blocked. The more routes I build, the more I build up that cognitive reserve that I can draw on. So naturally, I think of my brain getting older now that I'm going to be hitting 50. And I think, what can I do to increase my cognitive reserve? And back in episode 38, we had some great ideas. We suggested learning a new language or taking an art class or learning a new sport, taking exercise class, traveling, if we can ever get out there and get back traveling again, traveling to a new country, introducing things like meditation and mindfulness practices, reading a lot, learning about a new topic, taking dance lessons, volunteering, so many things that you can do. All right, now you may be thinking, what does this have to do with my word of the year, remember? Well, this year, I want to work on what I'm calling memory resilience. So as you're likely aware by now, I'm also a speech-language pathologist and a life coach. As a speech pathologist for the past 23 years, I've worked in the area of traumatic brain injury and cognitive communication. And one area that gets a lot of attention is memory. As a life coach, I spend a lot of time helping my clients manage their stress and building their resilience and creating that joyful life. But this year, I decided that I'm going to try more to combine my passion of memory with my passion about resilience in a unique way and introduce what I'm calling memory resilience. So I kind of made up this definition because I couldn't really find something out there that suited what I mean. But memory resilience is basically how you maintain and build your memory so it can withstand the challenges faced by everyday aging and stress, and even despite some specific enemies to your memory, like a traumatic brain injury or a degenerative disease. I want to help build up my cognitive reserve by working on my memory skills and then sharing these skills with you. So I'm going to dedicate some episodes to memory and on my Instagram and Facebook page, I will share some weekly tips for you for building your memory resilience. And my hope is that by the end of 2022, you will feel like not only did you build more resilience, but you also have increased your cognitive reserve by working on your memory resilience. If you have some specific questions about memory or you want to share some of your memory challenges, then reach out to me because I would love to hear them and I would love to answer those questions. So that's what I mean by the word remember. That is why I chose this word for myself this year. There's some deeper personal meanings, remembering my worth. Then there's remembering the life lessons that other people have shared with me and that I have learned for myself. And then something more practical, how to remember better to improve my overall brain health. So I hope you will join with me this year on working on all those things in your own way. I hope you'll join me in working on remembering better. Hope everybody has an awesome week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.